I mean, it's a good quality um, conversation that we started so far. So, um, I don't know. I'm not really someone that, I'm not really good with names for like, you know. I mean, we call it, we call it quality goods. I kind of like how that sounds. That we should always just start off with everybody's thoughts. Um, that's okay. always an easy way to get into it. Um, just what's on your mind, you know, just one quick thought that you're having. It could be about, you know, anything that's going on today. Um, it could be about just something that you were thinking about on a bus ride. Mm. <laughs> Whatever you want about. So um, I'll definitely um, just go first, just because um, we can all just go around. Um, my thought of the day is just that the MTA is getting more crowded. So I take the train every morning and I'm just noticing more and more that, you know, my nice little corner of the of the car train of the train is is filled with people. I can't I can't social distance as well as well as I was because everybody's taking the train now. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. So and I think it's gonna get worse as they start opening everything up. I, I have I have something. Um I think that this this looting or attempts at looting that um, I come from a law enforcement back um, background. I, I'm a college professor at John Jay. I teach cybersecurity. If you have a cell phone, they're going to track you through your cell phone, and there's not much you could do about it. So right. if people participate in the looting, they will find you because all they got to do is put the phones in the vicinity of the crime. So. I'm saying that for young people to just be careful and, and, and not not loot, but you know, also know that your phone is a tracking device. Thank you for that insight. Mm-hmm. And y'all can definitely pass that on to people because if they if they're gonna make the mistake, you know, you might want to warn them, like, listen, before you make that mistake, I got some knowledge for you. So you might be able to help out a friend. Absolutely. That's why I'm telling y'all, because I know it's gonna be black and brown people getting arrested. So mm-hmm. That's how it's gonna. That's how it's gonna fall. Anybody else? That's it. Tad, got anything? My my thought of the day. I was <laughs> we were talking about it in the last um. In the last in the last chat that I was in, I just like I'm just I wish I wish there was like sports going on right now. I would like to have a different conversation about some other things besides. You know what's going on not that what's going on is not important to me but you know it's just it's kind of like flooding everything you know it's taking over so i just kind of wish that there was like some other things for us to talk about and like and, and debate you know right instead of everybody be taking it so personal and being so upset about your positions and your stances on this whole entire situation mm-hmm. so that's my thought of the day yeah it's just unfortunately what's happening is dominating our entire life you know, my daughter just asked me, she's 14, could she go outside for a walk? I was like, yeah, go outside, go to the park. Her friend is going to be out there. Go outside. Can't be in a household day. You know, it's just not normal to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you both for sharing. Sage, you got, you got anything? Any thoughts of the day? Um. Well, from what I've seen, like, on like Snapchat and stuff, all of this that, you know, it just comes to my mind and, you know, it stresses me out a lot. And then it just made me think of one word to call this whole year, which I say that word is chaos. 
because everything that everything um, the day before 2020, we was thinking about positive things. We was never thinking about like what's going on right now. So I was, you know, it's just crazy because, you know, sometimes the world got to stop for some time. Like a lot of things are going to happen at once. But, you know, it's just we got to deal with it and we try to live in it. So, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely glad that you know, like I like that you understand that we gotta we gotta get through it though. There's, there's no point in giving up. Like just just keep pushing through. It's gonna keep getting harder. But once it gets easy, you know, maybe that's when you can take that breather that we you, you desperately need. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Sage. A thing to remember too is, don't junk your plans. Like you, things ain't never gonna happen. This is kind of like a pause, right? And it's a pause for a reason, but it's kind of like a pause. So it's it's kind of like it's going to delay plans, but I still make plans on things that I'm going to do. And my daughter, my 14-year-old daughter, who's like having a hard time with it, like I'm like, yo, still make plans. You still got to do stuff. You know, call your friend. Go go take a walk with your friend. Talk to your friend. You know, you can FaceTime with your friends. And then when y'all be able to get together, y'all be able to get together. But it's it's stressful. I know. I know it's stressful. It's stressful for adults. So I can only imagine, you know, cooping young people up in their house is stressful too. You could also another way like you could think of this time too is like you could look at it as like a, a time of reflection mm-hmm. to think about like everything that's going on and like you know how it's impacting you and like what like are some things that you could do like different or like there's also like a lot of people like 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 been taking this time to like you know start doing things that they've always wanted to like plan like there's some people who always was too busy but now I want to start eating better I want to start cooking meals at home I want to start getting in shape I want to you know like these this is the time that you could definitely like use that to focus like reflect make a plan and like because we one we don't know how long that this situation is going to last we you hear the news all the time talk about that it might happen again or whatever so just as if we're going crazy now, God forbid that this is supposed to happen again. Like, let's try to make a plan to where we don't, where we're prepared for it. You know, that this one hit us blindside, but the next time it don't have to be like that. We can put ourselves in a position to not go crazy. So that's another suggestion I got for you. Right. Manny, you got any thoughts on something, you know, thought of the day? I'm sick of this, man. This is like... I feel like this is a never-ending cycle. Mm. Another unarmed black kid getting killed by a police officer. You start a movement, and then it dies out, and then another kid dies from the cop again, and then it just keeps going, and we never know when it's going to stop. That is a heavy one. We've been doing so much to prevent it, but it keeps on happening. It's not us. That's the thing that first to understand, we're not doing anything wrong, right? We're not doing anything wrong to get killed. So I've been a radio show host back 30 years ago, and I interviewed somebody named the mother of Anthony Baez. Anthony Baez, 30 years ago, a Hispanic man in his apartment, the cops raided his apartment. He laid on the floor 
and put his hands on the floor with his face and they shot him in the back of the head and killed him. So I've been dealing with mothers 30 years back. And the sad thing is we see this on, uh, on um, social media. There's hundreds of cases that never make social media. There's hundreds of cases. Jamie Foxx got up and said, there's a circle of mothers, 200 mothers who lost their children to police violence that never saw the light of day that he worked with. It's not us. I see Ty got his hand up. I know Ty want to say something. Okay. But yeah, it's, oh, oh, okay. I saw you had a hand up. So, so it's not us. And, and there's so many things what I use in this time, I started reading books of notable black historians like Dr. Claude Anderson. He got a five book set. He's talking about this very thing and why we keep winding up in the same boat, why we keep being the recipient of violence. It's, it's a lack of respect and it's a lack of us knowing who we dealing with. A lot of your young people, do they teach y'all? And this, and I, I already know the answer because I, I have children too. Do they teach y'all anything significant about slavery other than black people work for free? They don't. And the reason why they don't is because monstrous things happen during slavery by them that they don't want the world to talk about because they have an image to project of themselves as being the good guys. So when you're dealing with police brutality and, and, I, and I actually, I'm in a law enforcement college. I'm a professor at a law enforcement college. They have this thing called escalated violence, uh, reasonable violence, reasonable. These are what they teach the cops. They tell the cops, they're warriors, your tool that you use the tool that you use every day to do your job is superior, righteous violence. That's what they teach the cops. So the cops is looking at you like, I, whatever you do, I got to escalate it to control you, to show you that I'm dominant over you. So I've, I've written papers on the police department on why they use these tactics against us. They don't do it to Chinese. They don't do it to anybody else. So in slavery, it was forbidden for black males to show anger and strength in public. You were not allowed to do it. That wound up as a lynching or something else. So what has is, what is made me see what happened, the last killing, people my age, failed y'all. They failed you. Because y'all don't know what's happening and what has happened. So there's a saying, if you don't know history, you're bound to repeat it. So y'all sitting around like, yo, why are they treating us like this? And nobody told you how they treated us. Nobody told you how to, this country was formed on that. Slavery is in the Constitution. This country was written to support slavery. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. At the end of the day, black males is the target 
And the only value we have to anybody is our money and our labor. Because they stole the labor from us. This country was built off stealing labor. But in stealing labor, they also sickened us in our heads because they, they subjected us to extreme violence. And basically, like, it's like terrorism. And nobody paid the price. Black people couldn't take white people to court for anything. That's how it was written in the Constitution. Police officers have a right to use this. They could decide what, what level of violence they're going to respond to you in. It's their discretion. And then the police department is set up that a civilian like me can't sue a cop directly. I have to go to a police complaint review board where the police are judged by other police, which is why you don't get convictions. This one looks different. It was on video. There's no way to mistake the video, but I was disappointed that they said it was third degree. Why well, can't be first degree? Why is it a lesser charge now? If it was a black cop on a white guy's neck, he would have got first degree. They'd probably give him the death penalty. So there's a, it's a lot going on. And I, and I would like to, during the course of this, talk about the things that I've known and I've written that young people just don't know. Y'all don't have, nobody's telling you stuff. And y'all just receive it and it's a shock to you because y'all see it happening. You're like, why is this happening? There's a target on black males' backs. I'm saying black males, black women too, but there's a target on black males. We are threat even if we're not doing nothing wrong. We just threat. Um, sorry, sorry to, to jump real quick. I don't think that is nobody saying it. It's just not on the platform that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the youth is on. So mm -hmm. you can find almost anything on the internet, but this stuff, and like, you'll find ads and you'll find, you know, people reposting this and reposting that, but nobody's reposting this information for y'all. So that's the big problem. All this information, you actually have it in your hand, but it's not on these social media, it's not on Instagram, it's not on Facebook. It's, it's showing up there now because of what's going on right now. But if this wasn't happening right now, a lot of the information that you guys would be receiving, you know, you wouldn't even get. Because it, it can show up. Like you, you can see somebody post something, but certain outlets are giving you information. And, it, and it's, there's a lot of people out there that are trying to find you the right information so you guys can digest this, so you guys use it, so you guys can learn from it. And, you know, that's the sad thing about before because it just wasn't there. It wasn't there for you to see. Even now, this level of conversation that we are having right now, you're not going to find on social media because they have ways of blocking what they call negative speech. So if I say there's a target on black men's backs, society was built off slavery, that's negative speech speaking, speaking against America. So they're gonna flag it. But you can have this conversation in a podcast. You just can't have it on Facebook. You can't have it on Instagram. So there's a conversation that's being suppressed. Okay. I'm sorry. And another another thing is like what you were saying too is like even with the information that they are getting now, it's still like how, like it's still the way how they they're giving it to us. It's not like there's a lot of positivity going on, but the first thing that you'll always see is the negativity, and that's that's something else that needs to be like it's, it's it shouldn't only be about the information being given to you. What we mm -hmm. what what should what we should have been learned taught 
and what we need to continue to teach to the young to the youth is is how to go get the information how right. to find the information and how to filter out what's the good information and what's like what was good and what's bad that's important and that's something that you know like i mean i learned it because of like who my who my peoples are but there's a lot of people who who my who's my age who don't understand that and don't know how to go and look for that information and get the information I, i've been looking at okay okay no, no, I just wanted to ask Sage and Kamani, like, what, what's, what's the information y'all have been seeing? Like, what, what have you seen on, on your social media? Like, what have, like, what reports have y'all been seeing? Because, like, what a lot of people don't realize is for every bad report, there's a good one out there. But I want to know if you guys are seeing both sides and seeing, like, the positive things that are going on, too. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, um, like, on the news, my mom had the news on yesterday. And it was talking about, it was talking about how like the protesting, like a, the fact that a lot of it is going on, a lot of coronavirus cases has been going up like crazy. And I find that very, I was, I was very shocked because I was, I was wondering, like ever since the protests started, I was wondering like, is there going to be any more coronavirus cases because not everyone's social distancing they're looting in huge groups in different areas you know destroying government property and stuff so that's what i heard that there was a the cases went up by a lot that's heavy what, what about you kamani I'm not. I'm not fully sure. I know. Um, last night, like the, the the confirmed cases, and I could be wrong. I didn't see the confirmed cases spike up in the coronavirus, but the protests are still happening. A lot of people probably haven't gone to get tested. Right. And, that's and, that's that's something I don't hear them that I don't hear them speaking about as much anymore. Like that was the topic of the the conversation. Every exactly. news, oh coronavirus, 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 and then after the situation happened, it's all about the protests and the protest, riots. I don't hear yeah. them speak about it. So that's why I wanted to know, like, if they really confirmed it. I was about to say that. I could tell you, um, as a college professor, they're telling us to be ready for a second wave. So, you know, I was trying to figure out how we're going to have classes next semester. And they said we might still be distance learning because, you know, did we, we expect and, and we prepare for, we want to prepare for a second wave of this virus. But this was this was even before the protests started happening. So now that the protest is happening, my next door neighbor was was fighting physically with his daughter in the hallway because he's a cancer patient and she's been going to the protest without a mask and coming home. So he was like, "Yo, you you're endangering me. Like, I'm sick already, and you you going out." you going out to the protest. And then she was like, she, you know, she wanted to be involved and engaged. So she's like, you don't understand this. We tired of this. Yeah, but but you're going to kill me. That's what he was saying. He's like, you're going to kill me. And they was wrestling. Like, they was, I was like, oh, snap. He's like, yo, you're going to kill me. So you got the young people who feel passionate about it because it is wrong for this for, for, for Floyd to get killed. And so you got to do something. But at the same token, you coming home to your, old, your older parents or loved ones or grandparents and you bring in something in the house with you when you come home so yeah and listen i had coronavirus once already it ain't no fun man i'm gonna tell you right now it's it's it's, it's not something to play around with i had it so 
we understand it's frustrating. It's it's like frustration on frustration because you gotta do something. I understand the march, I understand the pro you gotta do something. I'm not against young people standing up. But Sage, what you just said is, is very it's a concern for me, definitely. You know, I I'm telling kids, yo, wear your mask, yo, wear your gloves, man. If you're gonna go out and protest, man, and then come home and just, you know, still practice your cleanliness that you need to practice and don't give nothing to nobody. Cause I seen faces and not everybody's faces was covered. I also yep. remember seeing this. Um, oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead. I also remember seeing this video of this little girl. She was protesting with her parents, and then the police officer pepper sprayed her in her face. So they had to use dairy products to um, wipe it off. Milk, yeah. yeah. How you feel, Kamani? Um, have you have, have what kind of stories have you been? Um, hearing on the news, positive or negative? What do you think about the, the way it's being reported? Um, they always like show what's like happening. They, they, all they're showing is like the, mostly like they're showing the looting and they don't show what's happening in, in like the front of the protest. You know what I'm saying? They always showing what's happening in the back, not in the front. Like it's all peaceful, man, but like you, you, you know, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. hmm. Like, have y'all even seen that most protests, like when they advertise them, they actually give you a list of how how you should protest. Like a lot of people, when they post, "Hey, we're doing a protest over here," like you see it on social media, they don't include the other pages that say, "Make sure you bring gloves. Make sure you bring your mask." Make sure you bring bottled water. Make sure you don't bring jewelry. Like, they, like they're telling you how to protest in the safest way possible, but you're not seeing those posts as well. I got a question for, for everybody here. What do you think protesting would get us? Just protesting on itself, not deluding or anything. What do you think protesting will get us? I have an answer for that. I don't, I don't believe that just our words are enough is enough to get us anything. I don't personally, I, I mean, it's, it's happened. There's been many ways where people have peacefully protested and also been kind of like, they got backlash for it. Like a, a, a controversial person who that was was Colin Kaepernick. He kneeled and, and just to show like, it, like it wasn't anything against, you know, the United States of America or the flag and understanding, but it was like for him to show his, 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 where he stands at to the cause and look at how it flipped on him and how people made it seem like he was disrespecting the country and the people who go out and fight for our freedoms and, and all of these type of things. So I personally just feel like a protest with no, with nothing else, is just a bunch of people making a bunch of noise and holding up traffic. I feel like with those protests, you have to come not, and I'm not saying it has to be violent and you have to steal things in, but I feel like it has to be actions behind those protests. Like, for instance, like when Martin Luther King protested, they protested and then they boycotted the bus system. Like, that, ha those have to be the other actions behind it. I don't feel like you could just, because then we're just talking and they don't, they're not going to see us and take us serious. You got to hit them where it hurts. And that, a lot of times it's their pocket. Most, all the time it's their pocket. So, anybody else? What do y'all think this protest, when you get out and out there to protest? No, I haven't. Okay. What do you think you gain from it? 
Uh, Sage, what do you think? What do you think you get out of protesting? What is the thing that you say that is good about it? I mean, it's good that we're it's good that we're standing up for ourselves because when we're seeing like someone that is also like a part of our race as well, um, like getting hurt and stuff, we're standing up like supporting mm -hmm. that community. So then, um, you know, so basically, like you know, just trying to get some peace with like the other races and stuff, mm -hmm. but. Like some of the negative stuff, just like, I agree with what Tad said. Like, we don't really speaking. It doesn't really give a. They don't really understand, or they don't. They don't listen to us when we just tell them. Because like, mostly, most the law was not protected. If you think about it, the law is not protected. It's, they don't protect black people. That's what right. it was made to protect white people. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Tad, I got to co-sign with you because that's that's the thing I was kind of, the answer I was kind of looking for. This is a capitalistic society, which means money drives everything. So um, if you have a protest, that's the voice in saying we don't like this, but it got to be backed up with something that affects the money. Now, looting is affecting the money, but that's a negative way of, of affecting the money. Holding your money in your pocket is a way of not supporting businesses because now the businesses are going to put the pressure on the cops because they can't make no money, right? So you don't support businesses, and I'm just talking to businesses in general, but you don't go loot mom and pop stores that's owned by people who look just like you because they didn't have nothing to do with the killing, and now you're hurting them. You know, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't add up. But a protest like King did, like Dr. King did, when, when they boycotted the buses, they wasn't making money. They understand that. They get that. So this is, this is where I think this element needs to be added to this situation. So people know that we're serious. They're going, they could lose money. Well, let's, let's not ignore them this time because, you know, we can't make no money. You know? I mean, I personally live down there. Like, I live in the Low East Side, not too far from Union Square, where they were looting and everything like that. Mm. And I'm telling you right now, like, like I get it in a sense. Like, I do get, like, affecting the money, and I do get, like, outrage and stuff like that. Mm. But the problem is it's very divided. The people that are looting aren't about this message. They don't care. No. But that's not it's, – it's not that they don't care because they don't want to care. They don't care because they believe there's going to be an outcome. They don't believe that there's going to be change. So they're saying, I'm going to do what I can while I can before everything goes back to normal because they're not believing it. I'm talking to a lot of young men that don't believe in this change. But what I, what I think protest affects is protesting. If we protested for the rest of this year, right, for the rest of, of 2020, I'm talking about, you know how many months and weeks left of 2020, how many days? That, I think protesting shows that, that we're not giving up. Because right. that's the problem with the other protesting. Like, like there'll be people that protest for one week, two weeks, two, three weeks, two months. After those two months and everybody's like, I'm tired of protesting, that's when it's over. And that's when a lot of it didn't really matter. Like, they did what they had to do. They said their message. They all went home. Now we can continue about our business. And that's really the effect that a lot of protests have. Right. Like, well, here's an interesting science behind protesting. And this is, this, is, this is actually documented science. Um, the police will 
support you in allowing you to have a peaceful protest, as they say, because they know the end result is you're going to get tired of protest. If it's just protesting on its own, it's designed to burn off your frustration. But if you have a sustained boycott with the protest, they continuously hear your message that you're frustrated, but at the same time, you're losing money. And it puts the pressure on them, business owners, meaning to speak on your behalf to the people you have an issue with because it affects their money. So a city needs tax money to pay the police officers. We're in a weird situation because people ain't working. So yeah. how are we paying for all these city services? It's a lot going on. Like I know Cuomo, they having conversations and, and I know elected officials. This is a back end conversation that most people don't know. We, the city is running out of money because people are not back to work. So there's a lot. I see Ty, Ty, you wanna jump in? Yeah, I was gonna, um, I, I asked this question earlier and I, want, and I definitely wanna get your perspective on this. Mm. Um, and I don't, I don't know if we're gonna have time to like really get deep into this conversation. So I hope that we can really pick this up and continue this next week too. But yes, what about the black businesses, right? Because a lot of people keep saying about people who look like us, but what about these people who look like us, who own black businesses, who aren't, for the cause of us as well. Like, and that's the thing. So it's like, my whole thing, my, my, my question is, is that why is it that everybody keeps saying, oh, but protect these black businesses. But if you're not outside in the fight with us, like you like, you, 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 like, what is it? Silence is compl um, com uh, yeah, complacent. Complicit, like, complicit, yeah. Complicit, right. So it's like, but, you, you, you've taken a stance already, right? Right. And, and before you answer um, Jordan, uh, also, I thought of a, a a name, so I'll get back to that. Like okay. when you're done making it. Yeah. Well, right. we do. We only we only have a few minutes left right. because I'm right. pretty sure they're gonna take us back to the other room. But I just right. want to touch on what Kimani said because Kimani mentioned he's scared, and I get it. I'm 100% scared to go to these protests because even with um, by me on Union Square, they blocked <laughs> the, the street, right? They put the the chairs there, the tables there, and everybody blocked, right? It took two people to mess it up by starting to throw things at the cop car for the cop car to drove in. And that's how they justified it. They started mm. to attack our vehicle, so, so we drove ahead. Mm. That's how they justified it. So mm. you can be peaceful, you can want that message, you can, you can do that, that, um, that um, boycott and saying the traffic's not gonna move through here. You can do that peacefully. But the problem is once one person messes it up, now everybody's in danger. And like, I personally, like, like I wanna be out there, I wanna protest but I can't trust everybody out there to have that same message. And then what if I don't come home? And that's gonna, that's gonna affect my loved ones. And like, that's a scary thought. Right. Wow, I think, yeah, we definitely need to continue this because there's a lot of things to touch on as to what's going on and, and people, people hijacking the movement and everything. Like there's people who, who are anarchists who, don't care nothing about the movement, but they're out there just because they want to see the government fall. They want to they want to get loot. They want to get you know money, whatever. So yeah. And then we also, Tad, I want to answer your question next time because I just had a long Facebook rant about people who look like us who come to this country who get subsidies from the government to start businesses where we can't even get that same subsidy, and 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 we're at the bottom of every economic list. Period. Nobody want to lend us no money. Nobody want to set up no businesses for us. I'm talking about people who've been in slavery and came through that line. Nobody want to help us. 
but they all want our money and they all want us to work for them, but they don't want us to be um, self-sufficient and economically free. I, de I definitely want to finish this. I definitely want to yeah. finish this conversation next week, and also next week we'll we'll see like how the week goes on and like what happens mm -hmm. and what changes and give us more stuff to talk about. But um, in terms of like the name, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I remember uh, Jordan has said like quality goods. I was thinking about what about like if we change like quality over quantity, like 